This episode is sponsored by Mountain Rose Herbs. Check out their online shop full of organic goodies. Soulmates, we're talking organically grown herbs, spices, teas, essential oils, you name it, they got it. Mm. And I just love, love, love how passionate Mountain Rose Herbs has been when it comes to meeting our needs and doing it without compromising that organic quality. Their goal is more about the planet, the plants, the people, us y'all, over the profit. And did y'all know that Mountain Rose Herbs is Oregon's first zero-waste facility? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Yes. Delivering us vibrant, tasty, and pesticide-free products with environmentally friendly packaging. And to ensure the best ingredients, they even partner with organic farmers and wild harvesters. Learn more about Mountain Rose Herbs at www.mountainroseherbs.com. Use our discount code SOULFILLING10 to receive 10% off your order. Don't forget, SOULFILLING10, S-O-U-L-F-I-L-L-I-N-G-1-0. Yay! All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about what we need to control, alt, and delete in our lives. And (laughs) queen of the topics, Kobe, came up with this. Can you tell our soulmates exactly where this came from? Yes. Look, it came straight from the Instagram, guys, because you know what? Sometimes we just don't know, y'all. We just don't know what we're going to talk about. And I was just scrolling through and I saw a post that said, control yourself, alt your thinking, and delete negativity. Control, mm-hmm. alt, delete. So, like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk let's. about it. And as we're talking about it, I need you guys to think about what y'all need to control, what y'all need to alter, and what y'all need to delete out of mm. your lives. So we wrote down a few things that we wanted to discuss with you guys from our souls to y'all's. So let's get started. You know, look, we talk about it all the time. It's just certain things in our lives that are like outside of our control. You know, we can't control the weather. We can't control how old we are. You know, it's just certain things that we are born with, certain things that are just, it is what it is, and we can't control it. But what we can control is us, ourselves, right? Mm. We can control our attitude and our thoughts and our perspective of whatever situation that it is that we're in. And that those three are like the biggest for me. And I just think that if you can you know, control your attitude, your thoughts, your perspective, like you can change your whole life. It's a saying that um, our thoughts evolve into words, our words become actions, our actions influence our habits, our habits shift our character, and our character alters our destiny. So essentially, you know, if you can control those things, you can control your whole destiny. Look, you know we already be all up in each other's notes. <laughs> Since we're talking about destiny, that's one of the things I want to say is we have to control our destiny, alter our limit, 
limits on our lives and then mm. delete the limit the limiting beliefs that we have for ourselves and so mm. if we want to manage our like if we really want to control our destiny and, and when we when we say us control our destiny let us always keep in mind that in everything that we talk about god is the center of it all so you know we are co-creators with the most high god so yes it's we're controlling our destiny but we're also doing it with god and so in mm-hmm. with god um if we're having these limiting beliefs we're putting a limit on god and so we we in order to have mm. a destiny of abundance or destiny that god wants for you we have to unveil the of uplift these limited beliefs that we put on ourselves just because normalized in society like it, it makes sense that you know we're all in this construct of what we do on a day-to-day basis and sometimes we might get something in our heart that might sound might feel crazy might sound crazy might seem impossible but that's when you need to take off the limits that you have on yourself and know that mm-hmm. it's impossible that you can make it possible you know they always say like i'm possible is impossible so it's mm-hmm. always impossible until somebody achieves it and that somebody if god puts it in your heart can be you but first we have to alter our way of thinking like kobe was saying like these 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 limits that we put on ourselves we have to take them off and do the work to do that um and so yeah i think that's just a part of destiny so control your control your destiny Mm. alter your limited belief wait alter your limited thinking and delete your limited beliefs i love that i love that and and basically like for me which i mean it's just all connected it's so it's so all connected like when you're controlling your destiny what the thing i i wrote for for control was you know ultimately and you said it when you were saying it i was like we really do be in each other's notes like this is crazy but like i literally wrote like we really probably need to give god the control like when i think of control i'm just like okay in anything we do when i find myself working i think overworking or trying to because you know trying to be that perfectionist trying to have control over every little thing and like Kobe was saying earlier, there's just some things that are out of our control. It's beyond us. Like, it's beyond me. And so just when we we tap into that whole, okay, I'm okay with the things, being okay. And it goes with that, um, that perspective you were talking about. When we alter our perspective. And Jarvis and I, we was talking about this last night. He had went to the barbershop and he was having one of them good old barbershop conversations with his barber. And he was saying um, expectations. Like we have these, these expectations just as humans. There's nothing wrong with having these certain expectations, but sometimes these expectations can alter the way we the way we respond to things sometimes they can cause us to 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 react to things a certain way but he was saying that we have to remove or alter the way we the the things we expect out of some people sometimes we put these unrealistic expectations on on ourselves when we beat ourselves up for 
XYZ or we put unrealistic expectations based on our own personal ways of doing things. So we would say, well, we would judge another person's character based on something that we wouldn't do. Like I would never um, ignore your, not necessarily ignore your call, but I would never not return your call, but that's something that you would do. But we put that, I'm just thinking of something small and, but we put that same thing, that same level of expectation in our, and we, it gives us the perspective, like making us think to the point where everyone is going to respond and act the same way we do everyone is gonna we have that expectation for people to follow out things the exact same way we would do it and it's just like we we, we have to remove that expectation and I think when once we can get to the place of, of of removing or altering the expectation then it can allow us to truly love and not even so much so love others um, but it would allow us to not get hurt as often. It could allow us to still be happy and, and it could allow us to not judge people as often. It can allow, it can allow us to have a stable temperament. It, it, can just, it can just open up so much more for us in a day-to-day -day interaction and we could get things much more, much more accomplished in peace with a peace of mind with if we remove that perspective of this is the one way things should be or the way I do it is the best way the only way the one and all end all be way so I think I don't know if we should remove it or alter it I'm, I'm kind of torn if I want to put it in the alter section or the delete section but I definitely think we should we should we should alter it, maybe, maybe not delete expectation because I think it is healthy to still have expectations, but not so much so to where we we can't even. We it's like someone can do something the way that we wouldn't want it to be done, and then it, our whole day is just off. Like we we don't want to do it no more. We don't be involved. We just like I'm canceling everything. So just getting to that point where we can we can change our expectations and make those realistic expectations like for instance so we just got a puppy and of course like this is a, a a puppy and like as i'm watching the youtube videos um and we want the puppy to be able to fetch and we want him to be able to you know be potty trained tomorrow and all these these expectations but a lot of times they're like okay um and on the, all the little training videos they're like okay don't get angry and whoop your dog for, for peeing or, you know, using the restroom in the house because that's the equivalent of, of whooping a newborn baby for peeing in their diaper. And I was like, hmm, I never had that. I never thought of it like that. It's just like you, you automatically have this expectation that you should be able to do this. Like, why is it taking so long or so forth and so on. But it's like, you have to have those realist, realistic expectations for where, and I know I made it as a poor, a, a dog, but like where you are in your life or where this thing, and you can apply that to anything. It's like, we have expectations for a relationship for this person to love you and to treat you like, hey, this, that, and third, I want every Wednesday, you need to be buying me my favorite thing or, or whatever the case. But it's like, we have to have, and I'm not saying lower your expectations, but maybe communicating your expectations a little effectively. Work in this, and this is one thing with the puppy training video, because I'm like, this this dog is really in hindsight helping me get my whole life. But it's it's to the point where we can create because because one thing they did say, like you see me on, on this video throwing the ball, the ball is is coming right back. You see the dog, he's using the puppy pads on the video, but realize that this took us 12 weeks to get here consistently. 
12 weeks. So it's not just something that's going to happen overnight. So just lowering the, not lowering, but adjusting, altering those expectations to, to understand that everything is not going to happen tomorrow and that's okay, but it will still happen as long as you stay consistent. So my control was give God the control, uh, alter expectations. And I think our delete one is, is very similar and I'll go into the each little focus of deletes, but just um, deleting those negative, negative distractions, those, those, and I like how Tiff called it limiting beliefs because we are essentially limiting, limiting God, but like uh, deleting those distractions and those limitations are, are real. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when we have expectations for things like, oh, for my birthday, I hope my friends surprise me, but they don't do nothing. <laughs> or, oh, um, uh, I, I expect a uh, oh boy to bring me flowers randomly at my work, but he's, he only does it on Valentine's Day and stuff like that. And so expectations could leave us very disappointed. And so I guess it's like a two-way street. It's like when you don't have really expectations, anything that you get you're just so grateful for and you're able to really enjoy the moment um but also we do want to expect great things for our lives as well so it's just a twofold thing it's just like you know if you're single out there you probably do the same thing as me or maybe not like the first person like you meet a person and you're already like okay hmm am i gonna marry this person or not well that's what i'm thinking but i'll be trying to like let that expectation go and just go with the flow and um, so I think both are just very important, but I do like what you brought up with like the realizations, with the realization part in the process. And so this is what I've learned is like, you know how they said like people, it looks like they're an overnight success, but they really been working for 10 plus years. And mm -hmm. I totally like agree, agree with that because I've seen it first him with my brother like he's been an entrepreneur for a very very long time but it wasn't until black market started about three years ago that that was his like that was his thing but he has tried so many things and failed so many times until he found what was good for what was good and and it's the consistency that comes with it and so mm -hmm. even with me starting my own business though i've been i've been doing social media for a long time and then I also know it's going to be a process of switching my brain from employee to boss because I have a very employee mindset right now. Like, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? Instead of like, this is what I'm doing for you. And this is the way. And I'm the expert and I know what I'm doing because, you know, mm. I do. So anyways, so I'm saying it's, it's, a, it's a really good, it's a really good balance. Yes, you want to expect the best out of your life and you deserve the best you deserve the best relationships you deserve the best jobs career of freeing life but also let go of so, expectations could also be limiting is what i'm saying so don't let your mm -hmm. expectations let you deprive you of like joy and happiness and living in the moment and taking people in the places that you are at right now for for granted because those people like you're still having a good time like Anyways, so yeah, that's what I want to say about that. So I'm glad you touched on that. Hope that made sense. <laughs> absolutely. One thing before we go yeah. into this, I wanted to say, no, that's that's absolutely true. Like, and I didn't even think about it. Sometimes our expectations we get 
hold them to such high regards to the point that they can limit us. And I didn't even think about it like that. Your expectations can be limiting you. So just, just like we, it's, it's very important for us with expectations because I do think it is healthy to have I personally, this is just me, for me, what works for me, it does help to have an expectation for your life. Like, cause even God says, have a heart of, ex- what is it? Um, of expectancy, you wanna expect the best. But sometimes uh, what I've noticed is if our expectation isn't met to the T, like down to the T, like then we could feel like throw the whole thing away. It ain't like, it's no good no more. But realizing that, you know, life has a funny way of, of, of exceeding your expectations. And sometimes if you could be so fixated on this one way of doing things, you can miss this huge, huge blessing that God wants to pour into you. And it just even made me think about, about J.O., your brother, um, just like how his expectation was, was um, what, he went to school for production, right? But who knew that God would would pour the black market into his life the way that he did? And it and it and it it has grown and cultivated into something that's that's just beyond what we could have ever even imagined. It wasn't even on the radar scale at first. It wasn't even in the scope of of things to 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 well, at least I don't know personally. I don't know what he was doing at first. But you know, it's just like so when you see when it's good to have expectations, even in relationships. But also at the same time, understand that people are not you. So your expectation is still your expectation. It may not be your your mate's expectation. So you still have to to enlighten them on your expectations as, at times. Now, you may not have to walk down the list and go down list line by line. I'm sure they, they probably have a gauge on majority of your expectations. But sometimes, in some cases, like we're not perfect. And that's what, what I'm, the, the, the thing that I want to make sure we understand that no one is perfect. And, and in knowing that, having that grace, having that, that, that forgiveness, if they don't meet your expectation all the way to the T and understand for when they are trying or are putting forth that effort or, or, you know, you know, doing something that's moving toward that expectation to make sure the expectation is being met. And then also understanding when someone is just completely off your expectation realizing you know it's a, it was a good relationship while it lasted and it may not be a, a intimate relationship but a it could be a business partnership it could be a a friendship or anything just okay you know i'm constantly not at peace in this situation and i'm finding myself more out of peace than in peace 24 7 so then you realize that it's a toxic situation and then you say I ain't about to control this or all this I'm deleting that thing so just understanding you know having that gauge that discernment that discernment yes last week our episode was about normalizing um certain things right and so I saw someone uh green eyes go soul she posted normalizing a primary care doctor regularly regularly before anything is wrong and so Mm -hmm. Um, my next one is just really just controlling your health, altering, you know, those habits and deleting that mindset of, you know, partying and doing certain things before, you know, you go, you take care of yourself, right? Because it's like a lot of times we, you know, as young people, 
it's certain things that we don't think about until it's, it's too late. Like life insurance. That's something now that I have a child, I'm like, okay, you know what? It's mm. time to get life insurance. Like, you know, I, I hope and pray that nothing would have ever happened to me. But, you know, if it did, life insurance is something we need to be thinking about. We need to be investing in. Um, mm. Like I said, going to the primary doctor, going to, you know, your women's, getting your women's uh, monthly checkup or whatever, or yearly checkup. Um, just making sure we're taking care of our health, y'all, because it's better to be proactive than reactive. And that has really always been my motto. Like, I'd rather, you know, exercise and eat right than have to get put on some type of medication or to you know, be at that point where I'm bedridden or, you know, I can't move, can't do anything, have to have life-changing surgery. I'd rather do the work beforehand than to, you know, have to change and have a, like, near-life-death experience for me to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to get my act right. And that's just really with anything. Mm-hmm. I think God wanted to talk to you. He wanted you to talk to me <laughs> through you. <laughs> Cause like no, that's so true. Cause I really have, I really need to go to the doctor just to get like the regular procedures. But it's just like been so busy. But like now, I really don't have a choice. Cause my my health insurance is up at the end of the month because I quit my job. <laughs> so, uh, but then I'll have to get some other type of insurance. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that is very important. I need. Mean, I know that one thing for me is just like oh, I eat healthy and there ain't nothing wrong with me. But you just never know like what's happening and so and then also I'm just very like oh I hope nothing's wrong and I guess like mm. the the thing of fear 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 and then also like putting it off because you just are out of sight out of mind which isn't healthy mm. you know you have to confront what really what it what it is is what it is and so yeah I'm gonna go ahead and set up some doctor's appointments before this month here ends <laughs> yes. yes I'm glad that you brought that up too because that's that's real that is that is so 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 real and especially about the, the life insurance because I know at our age we really most and even younger we're definitely not thinking about life insurance like in, some of us are even like life insurance what's that um, and it's and it's so and it is the cool thing about life insurance when you are at this age. This is when life insurance is for for some five hundred thousand dollar policies are as low as as eight dollars a month. <laughs> like lowest getting. Yeah, don't know. It's so much cheaper to get it now than it is when you like sixty. Exactly. Exactly. You say dollars a month. Hmm. So this is saying you ain't dying anytime soon. Go ahead, give me these eight dollars. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But and and that's the thing. And, and what's eight dollars a month if you can leave your family behind five hundred thousand, a million dollars at sometimes? If you eighteen dollars, eight eight dollars a month can leave your family millions of dollars right now. And 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 just of course you want to consult with someone that does do life insurance because there are different types of policies that cover different types of things. So I'm not just going to blanket it and say, just go get some life insurance, but there are like, it's a necessity. And that's, I want to talk about this because in the breakfast club, um, I think, uh, Envy, DJ Envy, he, he mentioned it first because he was saying he had a policy and then he saw he had, I think it was his neighbor 
I believe, and he had passed away, but he left his family like a a, a large million. It was like in the, I'm not sure if it was the multi-millions, but dollars of policies. And he was saying, you know, you know, I just want to, it really was a wake up call to him. He was like, because if something was to happen to me, you know, our expenses, you know, with our lifestyle would probably supersede my the current policy that I had. So even if you do have a, a insurance and you started off just making sure you update it as your life expands and as you get up in life or grow, the, you know, the evolution, just making sure you keep it up to date because it's from the beginning of time. And this is the I, I've heard this. I think um, what what is his name? Boy Boykins Boyce something something voice the black wealth expert man i can't, i forget his name dr boykins i believe but basically he was saying how how from generations beyond us that they have used life insurance policies i'm, I'm not gonna say what ethnicities but many ethnicities other than black people let me just say because we've been very uninformed um, I know in my family, my aunt, well, on my mother's side of the family, they always had the fear that somebody going to do something bad to them, so they're not going to leave a policy behind. But it's time that we really not look at it like that. And, and of course, you don't want to leave get a life insurance policy for, for anyone or, or anything, but just for your immediate... Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got to tell them. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because I know the stigma has been around life insurance that if I tell somebody, and I know some, and I can't, we can't deny that some people just have bad intentions out there, but you want to come from a place of good intentions and being able to leave that. That's a part of generational wealth. That's a part That's of legacy. Like, imagine if you you had your your savings and your investments, and on top of all of that, you could leave your family x amount of dollars behind. It's just, uh, and this 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 hack is sad. But um, they were talking about like how in many um, families, they often would get if whomever's the eldest family member in the family, they the eldest family member would voluntarily voluntarily tell every all the grandkids or all the kids or whomever to go get a life insurance policy for me and that would be a way to start trust funds that would start college funds and just so many avenues like we wouldn't have to be out here scraping for college scholarships we wouldn't have to be out here you know doing if if imagine if your grandmother or your great aunt or someone was able to leave you two million dollars or a hundred and fifty thousand dollars at 25 or 18 so it's just like changing our perspective of 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 saying i don't know what that is to learning about what that is yeah definitely and i think that goes into i didn't even write this down but i know you were talking about money and really just controlling money and altering our way of thinking about money and then Mm -hmm. and this goes back to like what we were saying in the podcast of normalizing black wealth and the lead bad um, money make like money making decisions like bad financial decisions and you know unfortunately I don't know why they don't teach about credit in, in high school or anything <laughs> but or just about fin- financial literacy in general in schools they might do it now, but growing up we definitely didn't get it it's like either your parents know or or you don't know and they you so it's exactly. so uh, controlling your money like i'm really big on being intentional with your money i remember um i was listening to something you were just saying like you your money is an employee to you 
So like employ your money. So I employ you to go to the savings account. I employ you to go into my business account that I'm going to invest back into my business. I employ you to be my $1,000 emergency save saving or let's not say, let's not put a cap on it. That's the bare minimum from Dave Ramsey. But like I employ you to be my, I never put emergency fund, but I put extra funds. And then I employ you to be my travel account or I employ you to be going into the stock market or whatever it is. And so employ your money and, and, and think of, and you don't, you could have a budget, but just know where your money's going. Because once we, if we lose control of like how much money we have coming in, how much money we going, we have going out, that's that out of sight, out of mind that can really dig us in a hole. And we don't want to be in a hole, so we don't have to really depend on anyone else or having people get us out of the hole. And then, um, but yes, just altering your belief in money that you can have an abundance, but also just learning about the new ways you can do it and, and about leaving a legacy. There's so many types of ways you could, grow your money while being at a job or not being out a job and so uh, or starting your own business and so just really thinking about money is um a good thing like we were saying on the last podcast like yeah in, in a in a very attainable thing so you can live a quality of life i was just thinking uh, the other day like damn i really love 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 making smoothies smoothie bowls like i'm like on on the real like I just really enjoyed that and one day I'm gonna open up a shop and it's um and it's this thing about I was like how are you gonna open up a smoothie shop run a nonprofit run your own business be also feeling and uh and um be on have a blog YouTube but then I was just like and I'm like am I doing so much then I started thinking like is any man gonna want me because i'm only working a lot but anyways i was thinking all of this but going back to the smoothie bowl shop i was thinking to myself like well i could start in the spring i could do have a little cart and if i make 10 smoothies all for ten dollars that's a hundred dollars i could probably sell 10 smoothies in two hours right go back home and like that's more than what most a lot of people make or 20 smoothies is two hundred dollars and or 30 smoothies is you know if i'm going at 10 a pop but anyways just rethinking a way you think at money of money because there's just so many different ways to to make money and make it residually in different streams doesn't have to always mean different businesses it could mean Mm -hmm. different ways of getting um that guac so control your money alter the way think about money and the ways that you can get it and then thirdly delete those bad decisions like if you cannot buy it do not uh hell no (laughs) so (laughs) not do it right (laughs) right don't even do it to yourself y'all like we making positive power money moves money decisions and uh, one thing that you said, though, it made me think about this book, y'all. It's a good read, and I recommend it to y'all ladies. I recommend it to all our soulmates. It's called The Richest Man in Babylon. And in this book, Tiff, you basically hit on exactly what he said. You, I don't know if you read the book or what, but, uh, <laughs> but he basically says you want to make your money work for you but he didn't just say you want to make your money work for you he said you want to make your money work hard for you there's a difference you want your money like and he said that's essentially how the wealthy become even wealthier because 
at any given time, every every dollar that you make, and there's this other saying, and basically you said, you know, that that out of sight, out of mind, most of us, we have that mentality when it comes to our, our money. Well, I won't say most of us, um, but I'm saying some of us have had that mentality about the out of sight, out of mind. I'm just going to swipe, swipe, swipe. And then eventually I'm going to look at my account and I'm like, oh, I don't need to be swiping no more. But no, there's this saying that says you need to make sure you know where every dollar of your money is going or you're going to look up and wonder where your money went. Right. And 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 that's that used to be me. I would feel like every day I deserve to treat myself because I've been working so hard and I deserve to go to Whole Foods and spend thirty dollars on this little small ass plate of food when I could have just went grocery shopping and spent that same thirty dollars and made groceries for the week. Well, but or whatever the case. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I would I just was making some unwise decisions. But when I really started becoming very, very intentional about every dollar and not just wanting to save my money because, and, and Robert Kiyosaki has this, the rich, the author Rich Dad Poor Dad has this whole, whole spiel about how he disagrees with savings account. I'm not there yet. I think I, I still need my little nest egg, but, um, but, but at the same time, he, he, he definitely harps on <clears throat> I'm nested, but I'm I know what you're saying. But 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 importantly though, but just trying to change my mind from employee to to wealth gener like legacy builder, you want to get more your most of your money need to be in places where your money is working hard for you. And the reason why he says our money doesn't work hard for us, because when I looked at my chase uh savings account, and I love Chase because this was my bank since I ever had a bank. It was my first bank. But I saw the interest that it was leaving me on my account. And I just chased Bank of America, Wells Fargo, all of them. They offer about the same 0, 0.0 cent interest on your dollar in, in the bank. Like, I look at my bank account and saving. And you talking about you, you added an extra one cent in there. I'm like, oh, I, love, I love that little one cent. But there is other investment avenues, whether that's you have your own business. And, that, and we don't think about like how how much of the return that your own business can truly generate you like if you think about your business do you think in, in a in a two three month time your your business can give you a larger return on investment than one cent guys or if you think about your the stocks even if you don't believe in stocks and i and i recommend stocks for people that just completely don't know what to do with their money that that's the easiest kind of it has the same flow of a savings account where you can kind of just put it and forget it and it'll still gain you compound interest but it's still even low when you look at all the other investment vehicles that are out there the stock market is one of the lowest ways that you can still gain compound interest with like a 10 percent between 10 to 7 17 might be stretching 10 to 16 percent of return on your money so that's much better but then when you look at things like real estate that can give you a 35 percent return up to sometimes a 40 percent return on certain properties which that's kind of rare but it's just like it, it just start opening your mind to like okay i want my money to work really hard for me because the harder my money works for me the more money i'm gonna give back um off my off of each dollar so to leave generational legacy behind we have to find ways we can get our dollars the, the dollars that you earn in your paycheck 
to work so hard to, for you so eventually you don't need the paycheck anymore or until essentially that you don't need the paycheck anymore but then it's even leaving money for your kids 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 right yeah i definitely agree with all of that we could talk about money all day because all day. <laughs> it's, it's just such a it's a it's a hard it's a it could it can be a hard limit belief to lift off because you know we are so used to spending money i mean i i definitely think that people should go to college but college is very expensive and just think about how much money that we spend on college that we and we're paying off these loans putting like five hundred dollars a month towards it but what what if you put five hundred dollars a month towards your dreams or your product that you're going to sell that's going to multiply that and so i guess we have to really get used to mm. all controlling our money is investing in the things that we believe in um, for ourselves um, and really seeing it as an investment because um, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to say like everyone, we said, said this in another podcast, but anytime we're talking about investing, if you're looking up something about investing, the people always say invest in yourself first or whatever you want to do first. And you're like, oh, look, I'm trying to put my money here and here. Like, no, because you can really make money from yourself. And it's just, and it's tough to, and I'm seeing it more and more now. It's just like, at first I've seen courses that are like $1,000 or now I'm seeing courses that are like $20,000 for a whole year. And I'm just thinking to myself, I, I, I used to think like, oh, hell no, I'll never do that because I'm cheap, but I'll figure this out on my own. But people know that time and being able to get that direct course or something like that to get them to the next level, a thousand dollars can make them ten thousand dollars. And so mm. it's just, uh, it's just a you, of course, want to pick the right things for you and that you believe in, do your research on that. But uh, people will be investing in different things to save time and to 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 elevate their 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 business, but. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, true. We might need to just have a whole. This might have turned into a little <laughs> economic podcast. <laughs> what else are y'all control alting deleting? I have one, mm-hmm. but I wanted to know if anybody else had one. <laughs> I have one as well, but I mean, it don't matter. You can you can go. I I said control your your vibes, alter mm-hmm. your energy, and delete um toxic toxicity basically. And that could be a location or people or even yourselves, like the toxic traits that we have in ourselves. And when I say control your vibes, that means like, you know, a lot of times we can let our feelings get in the way of something, whether like that's doubt, our doubt within ourselves or something like that, or how we feel about a person, like we might really love that person, but they're not good for you. Or someone says something to you crazy and now you your vibes are low. Um, and so when something not as good happens to you, your vibe starts to drop, we have to alter our energy, put energy into the things that serve us, the, the people that value us, the environments that elevate us, um, whether that's taking a walk, whether that's um, getting into your Bible, whether that's listening to a sermon, whether that's hanging out with friends, whatever it is, really focus on okay am i gonna put my energy towards this problem that don't got nothing to do with me that i don't have to fix that i could just put my energy towards something else or am i gonna heart my energy there and then just delete um 
the the people or the environments that are toxic and uh, and toxic is a really harsh word, but a lot of times we say sometimes that we have to love people from afar. Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to stay with them. You could leave them and love them from afar. You could leave a place and love them from afar. If you don't, you're not supposed to be in Texas anymore, and you're supposed to be in DC. You could still love Texas, but you don't live there anymore. So it's just um, different ways. Control your vibes, alter your energy, be intentional about where you're putting your energy, and delete what no longer serves you, basically. I love mm. that one, especially the week. Mm. And my advice would be this, just to ask yourself, you know, is this person, is this place, or is this thing, this environment, whatever, is it causing me misery? Is it making me angry? Is it, you know, really ask yourself those questions and then you'll know what to do. Like, you know, you'll know whether you need to remove that thing or not from your life. Um, <laughs> Kyle, he's so funny. He follows a lot of people on his page and he getting so mad at his phone. And I'm just like, you know, you don't like this person. Like every time they make a video, you get upset and you want to fight them. So like, why are you even still following them? Like, why? Like, just, just leave them. <laughs> why are you even making, like, you just making yourself mad? Because you following them and watching their videos. Like, why? Delete it. Delete and if you really want to be fake, though, like me sometimes, like if I... <laughs> You might even be my friend or something. If I feel some type of like jealousy or something like that. Um, okay, so example, I was I like was dating this guy like maybe a year or two ago. Like we went on dates and stuff. Like he really liked me, but I didn't really like him. Um, but I still like the intent attention. But then he got a girlfriend. And I, I just could not handle seeing him with someone else. So I didn't want to continue seeing him posted about her like I didn't like him but I still had to mute his ass <laughs> I'm like I don't need to see that on my timeline <laughs> but it's so true even as many school as that delete unfollow or you wake up about work every day like then do something about it change it delete it Girl, you said a whole word because change. Um, Jasmine, like we were saying like the other day, like change is a, well, I was saying like change could be hard, but then we're like change is to like the thought of change is hard. And it's just like, mm-hmm. not to do it. it's like you could change isn't really that hard. You can leave that person by just saying, hey, uh, it's not working out, but it's the thought of, oh, this is going to hurt. Da, 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 da. We're thinking all these things or, you know, I need to leave this job. You probably are well equipped to get another job or start your own business. But really all it takes is that putting that two weeks in or putting in a plan to be like, let me save up this much amount. Let me see if I can get another job before I leave. It's really, it's really kind of simple, but it's like, are you going to do the work? It's the, so the thought of change could be definitely hard, but change, that is something we have to do for, to get what we want. We cannot do the same thing and expect something different, even though we be, we try, we be trying. Boy, we, be. we be trying. What is wrong with us? We really be trying to keep our same. And even it goes as far as to what you were saying in the beginning of the podcast, like now I'm moving into more of an entrepreneur 
So I have to change my employee mindset. And people don't even look at that. We always say, we often say that, yes, I want to have a million dollars, but we have to change this, this thousand dollar mentality or I want to, I want to have a, a healthier body, but we have to change our old, our old things that we consume. Maybe we may not be able to, you know, go turn up on the weekends every now, every week. Yeah, starting from Thursday to Sunday or Sunday, you know, we may not be able to you know, eat all the, the the good things, the delicious things, y'all. I, I know they be delicious, but it's just like that change that that's a that's a huge, huge, huge thing because essentially, y'all, everything that we talk about, the control that we want, the, the things that we need to alter, um, even deleting all of those things require change. We have to change in order to be in control of of, of our destiny. We gonna have to change some things because some it, some of the things we we're doing right now today may not lead us to the destiny that we say we want. Or maybe the, the altar altar. I think the alt is this, is technically like a synonym for change, right? We, we agree that alt alt altering things. So so we really have to get comfortable and we say this all the time but getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and I think this year for me has has been has been a really like 2020 as a whole has been just a year of change like you know life used to be whether you 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 like being comfortable in your comfortable space it was like God's way of saying I'm gonna force y'all to change whether you want to or not like you have to you have to like it's mandatory to like no mask no service if you don't change that you're not getting no service you can't get groceries you can't get clothes you can't get anything so it's just like taking that on a grander scale i think this in a whole for me i think it it has made change come a lot easier being um being able to adapt a lot more easier because our world has we've been in this space where it's just a constant state of adaptation a constant a constant flow just adapting to this oh we don't know what's gonna happen next month so we gotta adjust to this we don't know so just being okay with changing and and not seeing change the just changing our perspective of change because most times we we like our comfort zone. We like the way things are. It's, it's comfortable for us. We didn't create this routine way of, of doing things. And so the moment we have to to do something a little bit different, we naturally, essentially, we've already built up these neurotransmitters in our brain, which are our habits. So your habits are gonna fight you. They gonna be like, nah, this is uncomfortable. Let's go back to doing what we know. Let's go back to doing what we know. So we have to force ourselves over and over and over again until the forcing is no longer a force. It's just the natural flow. And then who knows, a year later, we might have to force ourselves into doing something else until that becomes a natural flow. Or maybe even a month later, or maybe even a day later. We don't know, but just getting comfortable with that, that, that change, that adaptability. And I can't remember what podcast that, we talked about this on, but everything in life is evolving. And from our music that we listen to, the sports that we watch, from the, just everything is, we're in a constant evolution. And the things that stay the most relevant are those that evolve. We talk about this all the time in science, the survival of the fittest. It's either you're gonna get fit to, to adjust 
to the way you want to go or you will become um, irrelevant or in, in science, they say it's extinct. You'll become extinct. So you don't want, yeah, exactly. You don't want that to be for your, your generational lineage. You want to go out with a bang. You want to leave a mark, like letting the world know, like letting God know when he put you on, on earth, you was going to make your, you, you were going to fulfill that destiny, that purpose that he placed you here for. Definitely. Beautiful. And the last one, y'all, is, um, you know, it's just really, everybody wants to be happy at the end of the day. So control your happiness, alter your mindset, and delete excuses. And I apologize in advance. I'm about to step on some toes <laughs> with this one. But, you know, the mindset thing. Um, one thing that can help with your happiness, your overall happiness, is if you can control, if you can alter your mindset. And you have to determine who it is that, that you want to be. And then you have to ask yourself, what type of mindset is required to be this person? If you think about someone who's healthy, what type of mindset does a healthy person have? They like, I love taking care of my body. I want to you know, nourish it with whole foods and I want to exercise daily, right? That is the mindset of a healthy and fit person. So if you want to be healthy and fit, you have to adapt or alter into that mindset. And so if you want to be successful, you have to Put yourself in a mindset of, of, of a successful person. Find some people who you feel like are have made it to where you want to be and, you know, put, study them. See what they did to get to where they are, you know, and, and even on a local level, find people who have made it to where you want to be and ask them if they can be a mentor. Surround yourself with those people so that now you can match their mindset. You're like, okay, I see what it's like to be around somebody like this. So, now I understand what it takes and what type of mentality it takes to be around this person. And then the last thing with that is just um, that comfort zone, that mindset. You know, you have to have that mama mentality, basically, you know, to expand your comfort zone, to challenge yourself and put yourself in situations that are going to allow you to utilize this new mindset that you have you know gained um kobe like to say you know everything negative pressure challenges is all an opportunity for me to rise and so yes that's what i wanted to say about that mindset part and then the last thing is deleting and removing excuses y'all <laughs> i was shook i was watching uh, Family of Beyonce on OWN. Y'all know that's my little favorite little show. And Tracy McMillan, the uh, relationship expert, said, there are four things that people do when they don't like what they hear. We rationalize, we minimize, we justify, and we deny. Y'all. <laughs> oh, I, I have to rewind to say, wait, 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 hold up what that's real that's real yes rationalize minimize justify and deny so if you want to be happy you have to remove the, the excuses you cannot rationalize 
um, why, you know, justify unhealthy habits, unhealthy activities that you are in, you know, that you are partaking in. And like, well, oh, so-and-so, he, you know, they still out here, you know, partying and doing this and drinking and having said, you know, and still, you know, with they girl, like they, you know, I can do it too. You know, you rationalizing your behavior and it's not cool. It's not cool. It's not going to get you to where you want to be. And it's not, it's ultimately going to lead you to a place where you just not happy with yourself. You downplaying stuff. You not, you know, being truthful about the situation and being real with yourself about like the seriousness of it. And once again, it's going to lead you to a path where you just, you know, you're stuck and you're just unhappy. Said a whole word. Like you fully, like we are at times we are so fully aware of the things that we are doing and the effects that it has on the people around us and even ourselves. But yet we are like, I can control it. I can do it. I can take care of it. I can fix it. I can, you know, like we're justifying that and we are um, just like, I don't know, like y'all, we just, we're not helping ourselves with these excuses that we come up with and, you know, just lastly, just denying it, just that just whole refusal. Like you just, I'm just not going to admit it at all. Like you just have some people who are just like, they just, they going to deny it to the day they die. They just going to be like, nah, nope. I, I did what I did. It is what it is. See what I said, you know, and they just, that's just, and that's not cool either. Cause that's going to cause, you know, people who you really want to be in your life to start falling out of your life and start, you know, saying, you know what, since you can't, you know, recognize the situation for what it is, I'm out. And then you're going to be unhappy because you have, you don't look around and then ain't going to be nobody there. Nobody. So, y'all. Period. Control. <laughs> Your happiness by altering your mindset and deleting those excuses. So true because mine's kind of like on the flip side of this, and of course, it's coming from like a relationship standpoint. Y'all know in the situationship I was in this summer that I was run like did not I ignored the truth. <laughs> like I really ignored the truth. Like the truth is. Just see the truth for what it is. How is a person actually treating you? And and then we like we like try to justify like, oh, their childhood, you know, they were raised so hard. They went through this, they went through that, but they're treating you a certain way. You like you're not valuable, but you are making excuses for that person. And meanwhile, your friends gotta listen to you complain about him over and over again (laughs) and then you're hurting yourself even more because you are are trying to justify the truth that is in your face so to get the control your happiness you have to be able to look at the truth for what it is and then adjust accordingly based off of what the truth is showing you it's in your face so adjust like if someone for example, if someone says that they are going to promote you, a year later they do not promote you. They're not going to promote you. So now it's on you to adjust and do something better for you. Or you have to to 
if you're suffering or you feel like you're in that place still and you're not going to be happy now it's on you because you made the decision to to stay there and so um you have to really just um to control your happiness you have to confront the truth and that truth is the adjustment for your your actions but it will take actions to get over someone it's gonna take actions to be able to leave a difficult situation um but you to be happy take those actions because it's gonna you need to be happy and you're gonna be sad and uh we need all our soulmates to be happy <laughs> that's good that's good and one last thing i just want to end on with that is to avoid the denial the the what else was it kobe some of the uh, minimizing and rationalizing the rationalizing like tiffany said just look at the truth just show me the carfax (laughs) just show and that's what we have to do to uh keep ourselves out of these crazy situations to not put other people in crazy situations just look at the truth that that's really what it's about we're so scared to look at the truth or we don't like the truth sometimes mm. sometimes like oh shit like oof they really <laughs> like this or i'm really like this like i really have a problem i really have an addiction mm. okay. so it's like i don't like the truth so that's why we're doing that um what's the word that y'all were saying that justifying mm. yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. right our true selves um, make the changes within ourselves that's true what's our car facts <laughs> right our soul facts that should be another <laughs> soul facts <Yeah>. right <laughs> well anybody had anything else any less i have like i have like just two more i'm gonna run through them real quickly though and it's just all okay. So uh, I want to talk about self-sabotage because I feel like a lot of times we do that and that goes into like the the limiting beliefs that we have. Um, A lot of times I want us to alter our what ifs. So we do like, what if I post this? What are they going to think about me? What if I um, take this risk? What's going to, what we think about all the bad things, but instead I want us to change our what ifs into what if I don't, who's going to miss out on the impact that I have to make? What Mm -hmm. if I live my life? um continually just no- normal not fulfilling what god has for me what if i miss out on the light the true life that god has for me um mm-hmm. so i want us to not so much think about the what if from the outside but the what if from the inside if i mm-hmm. don't how would i feel in the long run you know um and then the last thing is control all the um so control what you can and y'all have already said this control what you can alter your faith to be able to let go and let god and have faith within yourself and then um delete control (laughs) you're deleting the control control that we are trying to like really control our life because at the end of the day the cool thing and also not the cool thing is we don't know what's gonna happen we don't know until we know um but we have to be able to find the the happiness and the joy and the bliss in the unknown and be like i don't know what's going to happen but having the expectation that it's going to be good and everything is working out for my good because we serve the most high god and so 
I'm releasing control. I'm going to do what I can. But at the end of the day, I know I'm doing what I can, but you might take me left. You might take me right. You might take me to a miracle in 2.32 seconds. So, yeah. You said that. I love it. I love that. Alrighty, guys. So, y'all know what time it is. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast. We always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you're transforming your life for the good or you're transforming your life for the not so good. In the Bible, it states, let the weak say say keyword i gotta say this out loud it says let the weak say i am strong so on them days when you're feeling sick and tired down and out not feeling like your best self don't affirm that over your life instead affirm positive uplifting things it is three of us and i'm affirming that there are millions billions trillions of y'all out there tuned in and we're gonna go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmation so who wants to go first? I could go. So this is all this is off the dome, okay? You know, <laughs> now um, I am altering my energy to whatever best serves me at the time. I am giving God total control of my life to allow me to live the most abundant, blessed life He has destined for me. Yes. I am loving myself and respecting myself by altering and deleting things that don't serve me. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, make sure if you're listening to us on or watching us on YouTube, because we go live every Saturday, um, to go ahead and subscribe. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe there as well. But most importantly, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, it is so very, 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 very important that you guys give us a five-star rating and write something soulful and sweet. This will get us up on the ranking so more people's soul can be fed and more lives can be impacted. Of course, you can follow us on social media everywhere, Soul Feeling Podcast, S-O-U-L-F-I-L-L-I-N-G. And we'll be there waiting for you to say hello. <laughs> yes. And also, if you have not done so already, go ahead and head over to our Patreon right now. Like, stop what you're doing. Go to Soul Feeling Podcast Patreon right now. Um, we just love, love, love being here. We love the support that you all have just constantly, constantly, day in and day out, give to us. And if we've done anything that moved you in our three year, for going on four years, just go ahead and sow a seed in us. Um, we thank you. We love you. And until next time, soulmates. Bye. Bye.